Today in the world, there's just one story after another to trouble us if we allow it to do so. There are shortages of various items. There is constant conversation about the rising cost of fuel, food, and other items. All of these things will be very troublesome to you unless you really understand this truth from God. The Apostle Paul said in Philippians chapter 4, verse 19, But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. What does that mean? How will God supply all our need? When we were born again, God put his spirit in us, the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit teaches us all things, reminds us of everything Jesus has said, guides us into all truth, and shows us things to come. Those scriptures telling of this are in John chapter 14, verse 26, and John chapter 16, verse 13. So very often before the need arises, God provides it by bringing to our attention certain things to do. He might have us move from one place to another. He leadeth us into green pastures, not dried out pastures, green pastures, where there is plenty of everything we need. He leads us beside the still waters. He provides all our needs. How? By Christ Jesus, the Word of God, and the Holy Spirit that's in us who leads us to do certain things. In the 1980s, I went through a period of time after my dad died where I felt I should move to the place my mother lived. We owned a very small trailer park. She lived in a house trailer. There were four trailers on the lot. At first, I thought I would buy a trailer house, which I had the cash to pay cash for. I went to look at trailer houses, and they just felt so unstable, and I really knew I wouldn't like it. I knew that was not going to be the way for me to go in this situation. There was another way. When you feel troubled about the way you are thinking of going, God has another plan for you. God's yoke is easy. His burden is light. The wisdom that's from above is pure, peaceable, gentle, easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits without hypocrisy. We read that in James chapter 3, verse 17. So God had another way for me to go in this thing. He's not going to send you in a way which is going to make you terribly uncomfortable. He has something else. So, 
you start praying again and let the Holy Spirit show you what to do. In this case, I began thinking about building two apartments, one for my mother, one for me, on that lot, removing the trailers and having the people take them elsewhere, and building two small apartments for us. There was plenty of room to do this. Was there enough money? I went to Clovis, where she lived, in New Mexico, USA. I met with a contractor who told me, I think I can build the two apartments for $45,000 for each apartment. I had about that amount of money, 45000 for one apartment. But what about the other one? And then I remembered something. When my dad died, he left us $50,000, and I was sure my mother had not spent any of that money because she's very frugal. And sure enough, that money was sitting there in the bank. So I had enough money to pay for two apartments. Also, by doing this, I wouldn't have to move my mother to another location. She had a cousin that was about a block away from her. And I never even thought of moving my mother. Where I could move from Dallas to New Mexico, it would be very troublesome, I thought, for my mother, and I thought that it, it would trouble me also. So I believe that this was the way to go. Pure, peaceable, gentle, easy to be entreated. Those are the characteristics of the plan that is from God. There may be things you haven't even considered as you think of doing something. The Holy Spirit will remind you of those things. But the way is pure, peaceable, gentle, easy to be entreated. Again, that is in James chapter 3, verse 17. So I proceeded on the plan to build the two apartments. The apartments were built. I moved to Clovis, New Mexico, USA. And something happened that I hadn't counted on. People across the street had bought my dad's garage and turned it into a body shop. And their young teenage son had a bunch of friends that drove dirt bikes, and it was very noisy. I was not happy living at that location. The apartments were very nice. They were really nicer than any place I'd ever lived. But it was just so noisy, it troubled me. About a mile north of Clovis, some developers were building houses on a golf course. I found I could buy a lot for $13,350. I knew that I couldn't go wrong with that purchase. And I also had the money and cash to pay for the lot. So I bought a lot. 
with the intention of building as I could afford to do it, or if I couldn't afford to do it, I could sell the lot. And I thought it fit the characteristics of being pure, peaceable, gentle, easy to be entreated. So I purchased the lot. Five years later, I decided to sell the apartments, put some more money with that, and build a house on the golf course, which I did do. Paid cash for it. Although one apartment didn't sell, I rented it for a very small amount of money per month. I lived in the house on the golf course for 10 years with my mother. When she died, I put the house up for sale. The house had originally cost, the construction was about $120,000. I still owned one apartment. At that exact time, they were having a housing boom in Clovis, and the house raised in price to $227,000 from the original $120,000. I sold the house, and I sold the apartment, and put all that money together and built a house in Lubbock. When I got ready to leave Lubbock, there was about $308,000. It never occurred to me that any of these plans were going to be set up by God for my life at the end of my life. I don't take a salary from the ministry and haven't for many, many years. I live on my Social Security of $800 a month. I had an accident in... 2018, I fell at my house in Lubbock, Texas. The ambulance workers came to get me, to take me to the hospital. My hip was broken and the left hand was very badly broken. As they were rolling me past the front door of that house, I heard these words from the Holy Spirit. You'll never see this house again. Without knowing where I would go, I put the house up for sale while I was in the hospital. And I was in the hospital for two and a half months. During that time, one of our church members was building a bedroom bath downstairs at her house. All her bedrooms were upstairs, and she decided to convert part of her house into having a bedroom bath, full bath, downstairs. She had a half bath, but she added a shower to that bath. At the exact same time, I was in the hospital and had been told by God, you'll never see this house again in Texas. During that time, somehow, she and I both received information from God for me to move to her house where she had just finished her bedroom and bath downstairs. She finished it in January 2019. I was released from the hospital February 24, 2019, about one month after she finished her downstairs bedroom bath. 
and it was worked out that I would move to her house at least temporarily. And then when my house in Texas sold, if I needed to, I could move to assisted living in Colorado. Well, it worked out perfectly for this church member, Pam Patchett, and myself at her house in Colorado. She had more money as a result of my living there. I didn't have the expenditures of the house in Texas. Soon as the house in Texas sold, I could reimburse Pam for all of her expenses, reimburse myself for all of my expenses, and each of us had money. And I had money in the ministry account so that if I needed to move to assisted living, there would be money in that account. You see, God supplied all my need, all my need, and all of our church members' need. Even before the need was visible, a way was being made to take care of the need that was going to come. In the year 2021, the devil attacked me with thoughts What if you get to where you can't walk? You can't live here if you can't walk. What will happen to you if you can't walk? And I cried out to God, Oh, God, help me. And instantly I heard from the Holy Spirit the following thought brought to my mind. God will supply all your need. And I said, That's right. That's right. You see, we forget some of the scriptures. But the Holy Spirit reminds us of those scriptures. And I rejoiced in that word. Rejoicing in the Lord means rejoicing in the word. For the Lord is the word. So if you are in a situation where you can see that you can't keep paying those prices for gasoline, maybe there's another way for you to go. Maybe there is a location closer to your job. Maybe there is a move planned by God to another city. There are many ways for God to supply our need. And when we belong to Him, we have the Holy Spirit in us to make those moves as He shows us to do something. So if you're in a situation like that, just pray and ask God if there's anything you should do. One time I heard from God this word, one step at a time, one step at a time, it is enough. Thank you for letting me share this with you today.